Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Let's talk about the fruits of the Spirit. The reason why the fruits of the Spirit are so significant is that it literally governs how we are supposed to act as Christians. If you take the following Bible verse, it explains exactly what the fruits of the Spirit are and why we should be following them as Christians. The following verses are from the Amplified Bible, which you can click the link down below to get the Amplified Bible that I read from, just because it gives a more expansive definition of the fruits of the Spirit. And the Bible states, For the fruits of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature together, which its passions and appetites. Galatians 5, 22-24. Now I'm going to break down the fruits of the Spirit here shortly, but first I want to give you a secondary Bible verse on why we should practice the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Why it is it important to follow the fruits of the Holy Spirit as a Christian? Take the following Bible verse. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit, which personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage are conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We must not become conceited, challenging, or provoking one another, envying one another. Galatians 5.24-26 Meaning that the fruits of the Spirit are something that we must be following as Christians. Overall, what the fruits of the Spirit guides us to do is to live with integrity and to have peace within ourselves and with other people. So now let's break down each of the fruits of the spirits. Number one, love. The first fruits of the Holy Spirit is love, which means that there is an unselfish concern for others. When it comes to how we should love, then look no further than the following Bible verse, which teaches us exactly how we should love others. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and it's not proud or arrogant. It is not rude and it is not self-seeking. It does not provoke or overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account of wrong endured. It does not rejoice in injustice, but rejoices with the truth, with right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes. Believe all things, looking for the best in each one. Hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades or ends. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7 I also have a video that you can watch on love where I break down this verse exactly so that you can learn how to love, what love is, and how you should love others. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below. Number two, joy. The second fruits of the Holy Spirit is joy, aka inner peace. To explain what I mean, I want you to take the following Bible verse. Not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed, disturbed or uneasy, regardless of my circumstances. I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times, and I know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength, confidence, and peace. Philippians 4, 11-13 What this speaks to is that no matter what situation you are in, even if it's not the best situation, we learn to have peace and not complain, and to understand that God is always on our side even when things around us are going to crap. 
Do not just praise God in your good times, but you should praise God and be happy in the bad. Also, check out my video below on how complaining can actually hinder your blessings. Number three, patience. How hard is it for us to have patience, especially when we want something and it's taking too long to get? It could be money, a relationship, and marriage for all of my single ladies out there. That's a big one. And not just having peace, but having inner peace and being content while we wait for what God has promised us. I want to point out a following Bible verse so that you can understand the importance of patience. And not only this, but with joy, let us exult in our suffering and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardships, distress, pressure, trouble, produces patience, endurance, and endurance, proven character, spiritual maturity, and proven character, hope, and confidence, assurance of eternal salvation. Such hope in God promises never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Romans 5, 3-5 I get that when we are in a place where we are waiting for a change in our life, it can be hard. But what you must do is glory in your suffering because if God is telling you to wait, it's for a reason. And most of the time, that reason is to strengthen your character and to teach you even more patience. I have a video on how to glory in your suffering where I talk about Joseph, where it literally took years for him to get what God promised him. And in the meantime, he went through a lot of hardships, but he was still patient, content, and had inner peace throughout the entire process. You can watch the video down below. Number four, kindness. Being kindness is literally one of the easiest things that you can do. But so many people have trouble with it because of their works of the flesh, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read. That could be because of jealousy, anger, resentment, the fact that you do not like someone or want revenge. God teaches us that despite all of these emotions that we may feel towards other people, that we still have to treat people with kindness. And that is simply being nice. Make no mistake about it. If someone has used and abused you, I'm not telling you to let them back in your life. We forgive and we are kind. Forgiveness and kindness do not mean that you allow people to abuse you or treat you badly. You can click my separate blog post and I have a separate blog on that that you can read by clicking the link down below. But rather, even if you encounter people who treat you bad, you do not need to treat them badly in return. And do not seek to backstab or bully people just because it's fun. Number five, goodness. For the fruits of the Spirit, I want you to really ask yourself, are you a good person? If you were to ask other people, even your enemies, would they say you're a good person? I want to tell you a story. I once worked at a job where the supervisor really did not like me due to her own issues. But when she pulled me into the office, she still had to admit that I was professional, a nice person, and well-liked. Meaning that we are good people simply because we are good people. Not because of what other people will think about us or depending on the day or depending who you're dealing with. You can check out my video below on becoming the woman that God wants you to be to get more advice on goodness. Number six, faithfulness. What if God never gave you anything that you wanted out of life? Would you still love him? That is what you need to think about when it comes to faithfulness. Of course, God wants to bless us, but we love God because he is faithful to us, not because of what he can give us. Faithfulness means loving God regardless of what you're not getting, loving God no matter if you're up and down, and loving God just no matter what. This does not mean that you love God until he does not answer your prayers. And when he does not answer your prayers, you hate him. You should be faithful to God regardless, simply because he is God. Number seven, gentleness. In order to demonstrate gentleness, I want to take the following Bible verse. Do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion so that it will be a blessing to those who hear you speak. Ephesians 4.29 you could be trying to give someone constructive criticism and come across like a jerk, or you can give someone the same criticism and that, and at the same time encourage them. I have a separate blog post on the power of the tongue, which you can click the link down below to read. 
But overall, you should be gentle with people, not aggressive and not abrasive. This does not mean that you are a doormat and you have to keep your mouth shut. But pay attention to what you say to people, how you say things to people, and how you treat people. Make sure that it is gentle and not overly aggressive. Number eight, self-control. This is a big one. Most people lack self-control. Most people curse people out because they cannot control themselves. Many people have sex too soon because they can't control themselves, which I have a separate blog post on it. You can click the link down below to read. Most people get angry and do something that they may later regret because they cannot control themselves. The reason why you must have self-control is that you need to be able to think through your actions and not just on impulse. Because most time, when we act on impulse, we end up doing something that we may later regret. So even if someone is talking to you crazy, yelling at you, or doing something that you don't like, you still maintain self-control. And do not just jump at whatever impulse comes into your head because God may be telling you to react differently. And you may not be able to hear that because you are too much in your head and wanting to act on your first impulse. These are all the fruits of the Spirit, what they mean, how to get them. And if you struggle in these areas, then it's okay, you're human. Work on yourself and do better. And when you do, you will notice how much more peace you will be within yourself. Don't forget to check out my Christian Manifestation Guide, which will give you 29 affirmations and Bible verses that will remind you to maintain the fruits of the Spirit. Click the link down below to buy.